Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the How You Doing podcast. My name is Joseph Fernandez. True growth takes time. Well, good. My name is Ivan Kelly, striving to be a better version of myself. Hello, my name is Wairu Messeromega, and life is good. It's your boy Roy, the top boy. Uh, they recruited me from walking the streets to help them with their numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, fact check. But today we're talking about the incorporation of mental health topics in education to try and destigmatize and educate the public on mental health issues. Um, I think that's a very important topic because I think I still have nightmares from my very abandoned mental health in high school. Mm -hmm. Just look back at them like, wow, I was really in the trenches out there surviving. Yeah. Mm. So it's important. Well, I mean, for I think for us it's different. For us, it's memories, uh, mischievous acts, because mm. that's pretty much the only way you deal with mental health in a boys' school. You just, <laughs> you, just you just find something else oh, okay, to do. So. <laughs> true, true, true. You become a rebel. Because even yeah. me, I remember when you were in high school, we were very, we were thieves. We were gang, <laughs> we were bad. <laughs> You like you look at your at your high school self and you realize, hey, that person could not survive in society. Nope. No, mm-hmm. no, you couldn't. Yeah. Because in in a girls in a single sex school, the one what that's being used a lot in past, present, and future is girls are snakes. Mm. A girl will <laughs> stab you. <laughs> you private, public? I went to pub- private. 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 Public. Private. Private, but <laughs> the only thing that was private about our school was our school bus. Yeah. It was the best asset our school had. Like I'd rather sleep in the school bus than the dormitory. <laughs> it was ah, just, so boarding. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was boarding, definitely. What about um boarding, mixed and single, not in Kenya, I'm from Uganda. So mm. that's a fact. That would be interesting. Yeah, it's boarding. Interesting. Oh, boarding. <laughs> boarding. I have been in day school. A day scholar. Lucky child. Hey, hey no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's I, not be too quick. <laughs> Luck is a bit of a, a strong word there. But yeah, I feel like uh, today there's a lot of acceptance around mental health issues and um, it's a bit easier to have that conversation. But I mean, especially on this continent, psychological imbalances have been looked down upon and, and people have really... Um, you know, treated people who have mental illness very badly. So I don't know. What do you guys think about, you know, our past? I mean, in Kenya especially, we have a very uh, recent modern history. So for the largest part of our history, we were living in an era without modern medicine where mental health wasn't so clear. People didn't really understand what it was about. So I don't know. I want you guys to tell me some of your thoughts on how that affected uh, the the lifestyle of the people back then, what it must have been living in such a place. Um, I think the Kenyans should go first. The Kenyans. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, okay, well, I think it just made them numb. They weren't really in touch with the emotional side. They really didn't know how to like express care proper, properly or appropriately. They just knew that if you give it time, if you ignore it for a while, it will be all good. Everything mm-hmm. just goes back mm-hmm. to default. Yeah. So um, you shouldn't cry. Crying is not acceptable. What you should do Especially is stay strong. Men. Yeah, just stay strong yeah. and everything's going to be good. It's breathing. That's pretty much it. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel <laughs> people are very, uh, society in general is a very 
what's the word of adaptive growing mm-hmm. yeah. so i feel like and africans are very culturally oriented mm-hmm. so like i feel mental health was seen as taboo quote unquote mm-hmm. or like juju or witchcraft mm-hmm. or all that stuff and i you've feel been given a curse yeah we've been given a curse yeah. and you see like the way feminism right now is loud and yeah. people are looking for this type of men high value men mm-hmm. that stuff like mm-hmm. it's being better now guys are being allowed to cry kitambo <laughs> you were told as a guy you can't cry so i don't know i think it's 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 because of the changes in society and how we view people in society maybe it'll reach a time we'll go back to the old version and be like okay men are not supposed to cry anymore let's go back to the old type of men my part in uganda yeah uganda tell oh, us oh oh god i feel like all african societies drink from the same point because yeah. it's not really different because why can't mother tell me th- think she went there and she like talking about them so nonchalant and I'm like you went through what mm-hmm. and you like how? no big deal like uh went through was just you just breathing and no good times are coming you smile just sweep it mm. under the rug but right mm. in the newspapers our arifara hospital now has an influx of people dealing with mental, mental. health issues mm. so it's um Ugandans are generally it's not good would, you, would you say it's fun. like because okay back then life was much harder and yeah. generally i mean in in its own ways yeah. i mean physically living was just more difficult mm. yeah. uh True. less comfortable and more danger just surrounding you mm-hmm. uh for that standard to be that high yeah. and for everyone like you say your grandma was just like yeah i mean we did it like that's how life was i mean i guess because she did witness idiamin's regime uh and then oof. she went through the museveni So when you're going through I don't think you have time to sit and say I'm Yeah, you don't have time to process. Yeah, yeah. So like the ones who went through <laughs> colonialism and, yeah. and the fight for independence. Yeah. Yeah. So you it, hear some of those stories those guys like colonialism. Are, it's yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> literally taking you out. Mm. So you just try to survive and get through for the next day so mental health have to take a back burner over there. So you can imagine the mm. people who were actually <laughs> suffering from mental illness yeah. they must have been viewed as less Yeah, that's ah. in the society. Human, yeah. as in yeah. weak. We pathetic like guys don't really and so okay, now considering that um well, in our, our beautiful country, we've gone through an incredible change, I'd say a drastic change. Mm-hmm. In the world we've gone through a crazy change, but it was even worse for us or better. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You guys tell me, but like if you look at some place like uh Britain, mm-hmm. Britain was pretty modern by the 80s. I mean so in 2000 when you know the in, I mean when the internet exploded mm. and everything just came into a space in the last decade or so people were living a fairly modern life mm. so the transition was not as drastic it was crazy for everyone but yeah. what do you guys think of the 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 shock like the difference now between our generation our parents generation and their parents generation mm. when it comes to how quick life transformed over such a short period from rural living to extreme modern you know interconnected like tell me something it's crazy because me crazy. personally like if, if i want to rant i could rant because like i mm. feel like for parents and generation it's you see like the way like 10 20 years from now you have your own kids mm. and probably they'll be dealing with holograms and actual yeah. robots and stuff yeah. so like i feel like the world view of things is so so different because i feel like parents back in the day they'd be like boy girl relationships are good when you're courting for marriage mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be like a boy going to spend time with a babe mm-hmm. if you're not trying to marry mm-hmm. it'll bring shame onto the household and all that thing mm-hmm. but right now we have the whole debate of 
is 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 it a must everyone have a female best friend or a male best friend you see like things shift into the into the form where you can do things in your generation that you guys think is acceptable bestie, but when bestie. you bring it up to your parents yeah. it's a whole other conundrum yeah i think for me it's more um what i've seen is it just you know they adapted to what they could adopt to and rejected what they thought wasn't acceptable because you okay yeah communication first communication but like my whole life on the internet mm. uh my child telling me this and that because it's a trend so mm. they accepted what they thought was okay according to their personal values and rejected the rest so you see variance in personal household or uh, mom's born around the same time oh my mom lets me wear shirt things mm. but mm. another one tells you i'm not even allowed to wear trousers mm. Mm. true oh uh, yeah and men and me we see each other never <laughs> like a really a really simple representation of that is just uh remember when TikTok came in and everyone was recording themselves yeah. so now like looking at people's old videos like it's not old but it's like four years ago yeah, but the yeah. cringe you get i mean yeah. we saw Shaka's videos she yeah, posted yeah, yeah, yeah. them <laughs> <laughs> it was weird Who is that yeah, it was very weird it's, it's it's a drastic change yeah it's a drastic change so like okay personally i mean talking to my grandparents There's very small things that really tick them off. You know, you don't even understand. Like my beard. Oh my god. Those guys get so like they tell me uh you know go and shave that thing right now. Like they don't even want to hear why it's there. It's because the way they've been raised the kind of life the they conditioning had, they have. Yeah, it's yeah. like you want to get a job, you need to have a clean face, you need to look presentable, you need mm. to and I feel like they're kind of stuck in the past in That's that way. That's a funny thing. Yeah. I mean, I hear them talking about hair all the time like my hair. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at yeah. my dad's picture at 22, bro. Everyone was rocking up. Afro. Yeah, yeah. it was like a 70s yeah. 80s thing. Yeah. 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 Everyone just had long hair. Yeah. Let me enjoy my afro and like probably the bald spot will come later on but for now nah. yeah, enjoy it when you can yeah enjoy it when you can i yeah. had like a friend telling me how how grandparents told her you can wear your ripped jeans but not in our property yeah. like why you mm. why do you look homeless why mm. <laughs> does a jean your board have holes who puts holes in clothes? <laughs> that's homeless behavior so you, you do it off our land of our property not when you're visiting us oh. yeah i don't know i feel like this is the way maybe You, let me let me use the most lame one description you support a football or a basketball team mm. and your team let, let me use <laughs> let me use chelsea right now <laughs> they're bad they're really suffering yeah, yeah. but a chelsea fan will die on that cross on that grave that is their team mm. like it's so hard to to move that person from chelsea to yeah. united or to another sport yeah that's everything see yeah. i think it's the same thing with our parents like True. the things they indo- the indoctrinations they have and the moral like precious to them exactly they can't change, change it and they identified yeah. so much with it so yeah. if they change it it's like they're losing a part a of part themselves of mm. have you ever tried to change your parents mind on anything yeah it's a too difficult it's so difficult it's an uphill task i just think that's how it is yeah. they're not adaptive to change if I, okay i don't so say would you, that would you say that then because of that the the gap between commun- especially i mean forget even our grandparents those guys were li- living in another yeah, era yeah true true our parents just the the way they grew up i i don't know about you guys but uh my mom uh she didn't grow up in a town she was in rural mm. setting then they moved to the towns so like for most people i think in in nairobi it's pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. The same thing so like your parents were living somewhere on the outskirts and then they came to look for work in here mm-hmm. and so 
their perspective is, is so varied but a different. Would you say that's affected how we can communicate some of our challenges and get across to them to like really understand? I mean, I think our parents don't understand something like social anxiety mm. or mm. Um, yeah. like some kinds of insecurities you see people yeah. having. Like, yeah. you know, I remember as a kid, like I'd get my hair cut short and like I was like, what, nine, ten, I'd literally burst into tears yeah. like because the cut was size one yeah it's Crazy. too short it's, it's too, too short. short and i know immediately I you leave, enter school <laughs> my head will be smacked people will laugh yeah, like high school, high school. Yeah. Uh, no that's not primary <laughs> these guys have no manners like true true boys when true, they see have boy, no manners it's like their hand is attractive so i'm in tears and he's confused he's like your hair got cut and you're crying. Move it's on. Like, it's not yeah, a big deal. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you think that's affecting like mental health today, and wow. how people are able to do it properly? Yeah, I could say like many people don't have healthy relationships with their parents at all. Mm. Like at all, at all. There are people who talk to their parents once a month, mm. once every three months. Like people, like once you move out of the nest, you're gone. You've yeah. left. You only see your parents in gatherings, funerals, mm. and <laughs> and when you need money. Yeah. And when it's not money. it's not because you don't love them. It's it's sometimes mm. let me say you've gone out, and you've been robbed. Mm. Like you would want to tell your parents, but, but they would not know, help you. They, want, they yeah. will start questioning you. Yeah. They'll start what asking you, you all the wrong well, questions yeah. other than helping you. And you feel like you, you don't want that for your own psyche yeah. and everything. Because yeah. um for me personally, uh I'll tell my mom because oh, um I was diagnosed with ADHD. Um mm. that's uh attention and hyperactivity mm. disorder. So around 2020, I was like, something is definitely wrong. I'm like, I can't get things done. I, I don't feel okay. So I said to my mom how, like, you know, I think I have a disorder. And she looks at me. <laughs> I watch. <laughs> I just watch. It's like... It's like she's taking it personally. Yeah, she's yep. like... Yeah. What have I done wrong? Yeah, I feel like they see it as a failing on themselves it's and like, how they raise their like, children. It's like, uh, uh, those are things for over pumped people for you <laughs> yeah. fine i'm like no yeah. i'm not fine yeah but um i just took a, a step ahead and i was like okay something is wrong i checked mm. and yeah she's supportive she said i don't want to do this she won't force you upon it but mm. she would look and be like this child is um shall you survive in the world my daughter and I'm like, <laughs> why am i even surviving in the first place yeah mm, true you should yeah. be just living and I'm enjoying just living and enjoying i'm like I think of mine, it's a proper man's relationship. <laughs> Me and my dad, mm. hugging, hugging was KCSC results. <laughs> I mean, you hugged. Hey. I didn't get a firm handshake like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, at least I was slight, slight elevation. So, but otherwise, it's man to man. Be tough, be perseverant, struggle, but you get through it. But wouldn't you say they they have a point? I mean. Today's culture, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, uh, life is very different. Yeah, and true. many of their, their worries and fears are, are not realistic anymore because the world has changed. But, I mean, sometimes I think, and, and this is something I'd say I realized, my parents have been right a lot, yeah. a lot. Like, there's things that when I was 16, I would never think I'd agree with them. Mm. Like, I'd just be like, no, you're wrong, and this is wrong. Like, I'd want to go for parties whenever I wanted to go. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, look, 
I'm 16. I'm basically an adult. Let me go see these babes and, and have fun. And, you know, my dad would look at me like, you know, like almost like you don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And he'd be like, no, this is not the right time. Uh, and he'd have, okay, basically, I think my dad was a bit, he'd, he'd try and explain like that's that's a bit different from from what I hear from most people. Yeah, like he'd, he'd kind of give me a reason. Sometimes it would be no reason, but it would just be like, yeah, you're not doing this because I said so, but also because of this, this and that, this this and that. And I mean, I I know people who at 16 they're pregnant, at 16 they're dropping out of school because sure. they just can't handle. Like I mean, life will hit you, but they had a point. Yeah, it, it shouldn't hit you so early. Yeah, they had a point. They- I don't know. You see, mm. they had a point, but they didn't have a point. But they had a point. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> so, I feel with parents, what I've come to realize is involve them as much as you want to involve them. Is your li- it's your life. You know, like the yes. problem is parents have the authority over your life. Yes. But it's not their life. Yeah. And yeah. I think sometimes that it crosses over such that they want to control every step you're yeah. making. Yes. yes. And at times they need you to fall on your own yeah. and understand. And when you mm. try it, like if your parent tells you, don't jump over the roof. I think you'll get why he's telling you don't jump mm. over the roof. Mm. But if he's saying like you and Ivan should not be friends, yeah, maybe because he's looking right. at Ivan's hair and Ivan's yeah, and beard, he's judging <laughs> like those things that you you personally and you call and you're like, yeah, I'm chilling yeah. with Ivan right now. And your parent like, no, no. leave, leave Ivan, <laughs> yeah. come home. I think you you'll be living under a bridge in a few years if you continue exactly. being his friend. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you know. But for me, I feel like the best coach to define all that is strong men make easy times. Easy times make weak men. Weak men make hard times. Hard times make strong men. men. So um, our parents really, it wasn't easy from our grandparents to our parents just surviving. So they've created this conducive environment for us to explore. Or maybe I want, uh, my mental health isn't appreciated. So I want to dip out of this job. Because you know, the parents are not going to tell you, okay, child, come and look after your 15 cousins, you know? So, so such such a thing. So I think for them, they speak from a perspective of a person who had to fight for what they have. Mm-hmm. Like even for in a, in a school setup, oh, uh, that was like they used to track. I don't know, fifteen kilos, Like my mom tells me how she like literally there was bullets ringing. And she still had to go to school. Yeah, so and she had to also carry the water for the firewood and then she was still the top of the class. Uh, <laughs> so for, for when you hear those stories, they're like, I mean, even when there's an accident, I'm like, should I go to school? And mm. not even affected, but like bullets flying uh, and you're still just seated. Go there, yeah. Yeah, so for them, they come from, I feel like to bridge this communication gap, we need to look at, what they went through, mm. where, where they're coming from. And I feel like we're the only ones who can really do that. Because yeah. for them, as you put it, they're so comfortable Fixed. in there. Mm. They're not going to, like, they love us and everything, but getting out of that zone, they yeah. feel like they're absconding their responsibility. Yeah. Like, they're... Yeah, even the definition of success. You mm. are a good parent in the 70s and the 80s, and even early 2000s, was one who managed to provide for their child the best education. Education. Yeah, mm-hmm. and... Are you eating? You're sleeping on a bed. You're not mm. naked. Mm. And look at you. You're going to school. And you're now getting a degree. I've succeeded as a parent. Mm. What do you mean your mental health is in the gutters? Mm. You're a responsible citizen of the world. 
I've done my part. Most for them, they really didn't know mental health. Them, they knew yeah. physical struggle. Yeah, they yeah. didn't know yeah. that mental health aspect. But that yeah. that doesn't mean they weren't suffering from mental oh, health issues. They did. They did. Oh, yeah. That does. Maybe they, they were just weren't aware of what yes. was going on. Yes. They just used to call it stress. stress. <laughs> they just used to call it stress. I'm stressed, but it's trauma. It's trauma. I feel. You see the way, like you want to. Maybe you should have like a mental health class in uni or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like parents should also have But mental yes. health 101, crash course yeah. 101, mm-hmm. just to understand what all these things that children keep on saying. Talk. What mm-hmm. are they? Are they are they actual things they can hold on to, or are the kids just look alive? Because parents are the primary, or they're meant to be the primary educators of yes. their children. And I mean, our yes. topic incorporation of mental health topics in education. Mm. Yeah. I'd say the education should come first from the parents. Yeah. Because I believe. Everyone out there has some agenda, but your parents' agenda is to make you a good human being. Mm. If they love you and they're a good parent, that's their agenda. So at least you know their agenda and you know it's good. So if they're able to have some awareness, I feel like that would really it would yeah. help. Because you see, you said that the primary educator, but yeah. If you go to class and your teacher doesn't know anything, mm. there's nothing you can learn from them. Yeah, yeah. because also teachers are parents themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if I have an understanding of what it is then i'm going to treat this child i'm going it's going to be easier for me to handle that child but like you go to class and this teacher doesn't even know they're projecting that from on you guys ay 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 oh my god the stories i have anyway we'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> i mean chair yeah, this a safe space just um cuz in the past i don't know kenya kenya has been abolished in kenya right what what, what? could Am I an animal? Because mm. <laughs> and you say you're stressed. Can you get serious? Your parents have paid money, so you wake up at 4 a.m. and you have prep, and then you're given like an hour, no, 45 minutes. They were 45 minutes mm. to eat, do your housework, and get to class. Now housework isn't more from here. Oh no, you're scrubbing bathrooms. mopping floors and it's just so much and you just usually swallow your breakfast in one go mm. then you go on until like nine and if you're in a candidate class at 11 p.m you literally don't have time to get stressed if you're to get stressed you have to make a schedule for it and just sit there and feel stressed you stress get and then... to, you don't get beaten for by you get and when it's just so much for me and at that time I didn't know I was ADHD so it's like why mm. so I was a girl with a disorder in a system that didn't even facilitate for those ones. Was that a, a public school? Oh no, it's a private. I've been in private, private school. Private school. Yeah, private. Uh this is a mixed school. So we're just there. I was it I would be in a state of depression, but they wouldn't care. Why are you sad? You've mm. eaten? Mm-hmm. Basic needs, yeah. You, yeah, you have everything you need. Yeah, yeah. What haven't I given so you? There is no reason why you're getting bad grades. Can you lie down? <laughs> And yeah. I want the public school perspective. Yeah. It's public interesting. Um, Because I've heard that, uh, especially in public schools, it's almost like military camp, where they, they decide the best thing for you is to be broken down. So their punishments are not really 
to help you grow but to humiliate and demean you yeah. so that you you, fall you in lose line. yeah you just fall in line you and lose your your unruliness tell me more about that I mean, I was considering the school I went to, like, it was a high performance, so there was academic pressure. pressure mm. It was like, you're waking up at four, then the teacher is like, wake up at three, I don't know, last year's <laughs> class got a mean score of this. <laughs> you guys, you guys look like you'll fail. So, so there's that academic pressure. You're dealing with that, you have your stress. Then it was 2016-17, when bullying was still there. Yeah. So you've been reading from like three, you went to the dorm at around 12, You sleeping for that minute someone's like amka wendo chote giza here so the bullying of eh bro high school that's how i'm saying like high school was really it. i mean the only thing that helped you survive was your, your friends otherwise yeah, 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 you get true. you fail you're humiliated either in the parade get beaten <laughs> you have extra lessons you, you're taken out of any extra curricular sports uh band so bro your life is just books yeah. you have yeah, nothing else just, like basically. that's the only thing so yeah. the stress and everything bro so Tell what me. did you guys say i think today we have uh it's it's evident we have a problem yeah. like maybe then there was a problem but it wasn't evident yeah. today we have a problem and it's evident and it's evident right. and i mean the people who are meant to be at the front line of defending us have somehow been sidelined because i believe that because of all these uh mental issues that we feel will never be understood there's a high amount of secrecy like as you said you don't really talk to your parents like people don't really speak with mm. their parents like ah, i've heard this before i'm not your friend i'm your i'm your I'm father your, i'm your father i'm your father i'm your mother i'm your mother yeah we're not and i think i don't know guys like there's a certain gap that exists between children and their parents today which yeah. is forcing kids to grow up way too early yeah. yes. and engage in, yes. in in adult behaviors yes. because there's no parent to like initiate them into it it's like uh-huh. yeah when you decide you're ready i know guys who lose their virginity at 14 14 14 i mean well, i've had 14, 14. <laughs> crazy bro. i mean like your guide is a person on the internet who's also still discovering them yes uh, yes and like it's just a mess out there so i think it should be incorporated but like how like what are we teaching because again we have all these many disorders this, yeah this, yeah this watch this this like mental health what when cuz someone can say i'm stressed and i think that stressing her is that she's a procrastinator mm. professional procrastinator she won't do her assignments and then she gets stressed yeah. when the 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 deadline comes so clearly you're the so problem the, i think that's a, that's an amazing point because yeah. uh, <laughs> you talk about that yeah and i think one of the the first things we we should promote at least in education not just in schools but at home and this idea that human beings are entirely unique i feel like it's been pushed so much by the individualist focused people mm-hmm. like each and every person uh it's it's impossible to to have two people share similar characteristics so your life experience mm-hmm. is sort of like your your pledge to yourself like this is the only you're the only person who can really understand mm-hmm. what you've been through and that gives you an excuse to behave however you want because of your past but i feel like um i mean look we all have two hands mm. and no one ever says hey i have two hands that means i'm not special it just matters what you do with them yeah, yeah. but recognizing the capacity your hands have in the first case is is what's necessary so i'd say uh opening the conversation regarding in what ways are people similar 
in what ways can you sort of group people? And I feel like we've always been doing this, but we've never really done it from a scientific perspective. It's always been, oh, what tribe are you from? Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. you know, what, what color skin do you have? Humans are always going to categorize, mm. but it just matters whether your, your standard for categorization is based on facts or on, uh, you know, flimsy things. So yeah. how do you think people should, uh, should look at this new uh, I th- space? Yeah. I think... So I will always stand by this because it changed my life. Mm. Stop. Everyone, everyone is victimized. Okay, not everyone, but there's a general... Victim vi- mindset. Yeah, victim mindset yes. going around. I have suffered. I have suffered. <laughs> Guess what? We all suffer. Everyone has suffered. But it's not a competition. Yeah, You yeah. must suffer. As long <laughs> as you are Everyone tries to... Yeah, everyone tries to suffer each other. Because if it's not... If it's not... Uh, start talking about trauma. Let's go. I can take you at any time. Yeah. But guess what? It's not a competition because mm. someone will tell you something and you don't see it as deep, but as the way they are built as a person, it mm. really broke them. Mm. So I think we need to first instill, drill it into human being, uh, the concept of responsibility, mm. accountability. Mm. Yeah, responsibility. Like you respond whether you, whether you. It's not your fault. But you're, it happened, so you're mm-hmm. responsible for it. You choose what happens. So, so by growing a responsible yeah. and you, yeah, and you then, have at least some stability, yeah. and then from there you can start to perceive, yeah. okay, this isn't out of the ordinary. You're doing everything right, but mm-hmm. there's still a problem. Your parents mm-hmm. failed at something. Guess what? They're human. Be yeah. responsible for it. Be responsible yeah. for your yeah. trauma. It's mm-hmm. your trauma. Be responsible for it. Mm-hmm. And Don't pass te- it yeah, on. the teachers are stressing you. First of all. Are you? Can you be held? Up? Let's go back down to accountability. What have you? Have you fulfilled your responsibilities as a student? As a student. Mm. Have you done your work? Mm. Have you read? Have you respected the teacher himself? Mm. Because all of the things. Because teachers are also human beings. Like mm. this 14-year-old who has zero experience in life is disrespecting me because she paid. It flows a, both ways. Yeah, yeah. because she paid mm. a few hundred thousand figures over that. Like, get serious, okay? Yeah. Um. So when we instill responsibility and accountability, we're going to, I saw my mental problems fall from like infinity mm. to like. So it's evident that yeah. actually there's something a person can do Yeah. outside of the. You don't mm. like me? Because I took responsibility for my disorder. I was like, okay. This is, this is my time. And what about you, Ivan? Yeah. Well, be, be ready to instantiate change. Don't, don't wait for someone to do it to you first. Don't mm. wait, Ati. Um, this has happened to me a lot, so <laughs> I'm waiting for someone else to do it to us. I mean, like when we got bullied, we were like, wait until I become a form four. Wait, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I'll show yeah, you guys. I mean, yeah, you're going to mm. make up for it. I mean, we did. We did it to some extent. <laughs> there, there, were, there were those specific individuals. So mm. That's a separate case. But to the larger ones, we realized there's no need. Like, it just end. I mean, we went through it. But doesn't mean we have to continue the lineage. It's mm. not worth it. It's not worth the problems. It's not worth uh, mm. staying in class with a wet shirt because mm. someone's gonna come check your collar, make you do some crazy push-ups or something. Mm. Yeah. I mean, be open to instantiate change. Don't always be the victim. Try to be a resolver. Be a problem yeah. solver. Don't don't mm. just add on to the problem. I want to look at it <laughs> from the other spectrum. Mm-hmm. I feel. As a, as a current day, like now, at this moment in time, I don't know, it's like 1 p.m., society lacks greed. 
Lux? Lux Grit. Great. Grit. G-R-I-T. Uh, yeah, yeah. Society lacks the inner strength of your partner. Mm. Our parents might have been facing all the things they faced, but they but had the backbone. They, they, yeah, they had the backbone. The and yes. I feel like the way the, there's always two sides to every coin. Yeah. Mm. With mental health issues being brought forward, people have found mental health issues as scapegoats, mm-hmm. not to achieve what mm. they're supposed to achieve yeah. and not take responsibility for their work. Yeah. Like if your parent maybe uh, was was pregnant with you, you'd better that still do what they needed to do up until like they but, couldn't do it no more. Bro, my mom went through medical school with me and her. In, well, you, exa- you see? I, I went to medical school. I just wasn't hearing. <laughs> you just went into the class. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, not many people would do what your mom did. And, and yeah. if you look at our parents, most of the things they did, they went through hardship, quote unquote. And like it made them, it gave them the mental fortitude to, to be Fierce resilient. Yeah. Yeah. And I say even like with the public schools and the boarding schools, like yes, the punishments were utterly and purely, some were crazy, some were just inhumane. Mm. But yeah. when you come out on the other side, how do you look at it? You're, you're like, like oh wow, like I can do so much more now, no. and it's because of what, what I faced in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everyone should be told to like uproot trees and be caned like like a dog or something, <laughs> but uh. there's upsides <laughs> to the struggle that yeah. help in your mental fortitude. Because yeah. as you obviously said, your mom would say like uh, the mental illness is like for rich people, quote unquote, yeah. <laughs> spoiled brats. Yeah. But if if you have like the the what's the the fortitude or the foundation of understanding what struggle means and how to come out on the other yeah. side yes you can still fall into the depression or into the ADA, everything it can still affect you no matter how strong you are yeah. but that strength you've built up from a few troubles a few situations here and there they help you come out of your of your depressions they help you instead of sinking further you started thinking yes but you're already trying to climb out before you reach the deep end you get what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. but i feel like the owners falls strongly on men today men men must take that challenge which challenge that challenge of of manning up i mean nah. as you're facing the problem listen, listen. i refuse hey, hey, so, i refuse look <laughs> when when you have uh, a society like and she's the one who even brought the quote uh-huh. strong men create easy times easy times and mm-hmm. if you're just to take a, a walk back in history the the men were the conquerors they're the ones who would invade mm. and then they're the ones who would protect mm. the the land mm. so in a sense we've not moved on from that we don't have physical invaders but we have invasions and mm. we need strong men with principles and standards mm. to protect but where are the men all right now they're all drinking because they have mental health issues True. they're all high because they can't handle life's rigors True. then what do the women do when they see such men i mean these are the men who are meant to protect they become them. the men they become the yeah, men they precisely they take up they took up the wrong it's not meant to it's like the man isn't designed even uh, biologically there's a study they did the sound of an infant crying mm. produces completely different results in in men and women mm. in men it sort of agitates them mm. like i'd guess you know if you're in a s- surrounding and you hear a baby crying you know the mama's quite close yeah. this mm. is danger but for women it creates this like they they relax a bit they they get this soothing uh, effect yeah. where they want to go and find the crying baby and, and so like care of it. now when you take the and men also have higher capacities for stress so we can handle stress a bit better but when it comes to like now war time imagine all the women are going to fight because the men are weak mm. it's not their like they can do it but it's not where they're meant to be mm. so you're adding so much pressure onto them mm. meanwhile what are the guys doing mm. they're just sitting there freeloading it's why i don't even feel bad when when guys are really criticized today because 
Women have a point, man. Guys are really slacking. No. Guys I, are really slacking. Like, this conversation is like a whole movie. Because I feel, <laughs> you see, like, we talk about gender roles. And at the same time, we don't talk about, like we say, men are supposed to do A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you say a baby is supposed to do A, B, C, D, mm. that's wrong. You're yeah, demeaning yeah. the baby. No, I mean, well, it goes both ways. Way. You get, you get, you get what I'm saying? To go both like ways. a woman will come to you and be like, okay, so Ivan, I need you to be paying the bills, bills and doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you tell her, okay, I'll pay the bills, but when I come home, so I can find a cooked meal. And she's like, no, Kwani, I'm your slave. Yeah. yeah. And then you see it becomes a retaliation like, kind of thing. everything from you, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't exactly. expect anything from them. Exactly. I think, okay, let me just speak from a female perspective. I'm trying to be like, you know, voice. Voice. Someone said that men are raised, uh, women, we are raised to know what to expect from men, but not what men should expect yes. from us. Yes. And then men are raised to know um, men are raised to be men in society, something like that, but not what to expect from a woman. Mm. Mm. Like they know their duty, but they don't know what they want. Yeah, because for me, woman. yeah. That's true. Um, I know a man's supposed to provide. That's, that's what there's... You've always Society, known. teachers, mm. everyone, that's what... But like... What are you meant to do? What am I meant to do? Because with this new modern thing, a uh, woman staying at home, we also have feminists really shunning stay-at-home mothers. Yeah. How could you... Stay when women fought a hundred years ago for you to walk. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like stab themselves. It's it's real. Don't mm. TikTok and you're like, hey, mm. okay, so let's look and say, hey, oh my god, just close up and say, hmm. now which career should I pick? Mm. But I think uh women, we have been we forgot why we started this. I think that's a, a, a woman's issue. But mm. again, I think it's also because men stopped holding them accountable. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. once a man has no backbone, what can he tell a woman? Women are fiery. Exactly. You try and tell a woman what to do it, you can't stand your ground. ground. Exactly. Man, you'll be trampled. Yeah. So I think I think guys just lost the capacity to air their grievances yeah. because they lost the authority that yes. came from having responsibility. Yes. So once yes. the men were no longer responsible for the, the safety of the family yeah. and they were no longer providing that protection. Yeah. You lose things, your right. You to, lose your right to, to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't have anything. And you then the mental leverage. health followed yeah. right after that. And also, so. I think, like, I think there's this, like, you can still cry. Mm. And 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 feel the emotion mm. and still have a backbone. Yeah. Not not because your suffering means you're weak. Like mm. you're allowed to be strong, mm. and then the days you're allowed to be weak. Mm. Like I think this thing has come about such that people are embracing the the illness, the mental health, the being aware part a lot. Yeah. And forgetting that, yes, it's good to be aware, but you need some fortitude even in being aware. Like be strong. Yeah. And then when um when, when things yeah, yeah, when things get bad, it's okay, process it, but mm. you need to have backbone. Because I think yeah. like a lot of people right now don't have that backbone. Yeah. yeah. They say men, sorry, they say yeah. men should cry. Yeah. But I think it's taken so out of context, right? Yes. I say like a man should cry, but he should cry when he's meant to cry. Yeah. When is that? Like, yes. should a man be, like, even though you're going through some, some emotional, you shouldn't be there. <laughs> like, yeah. you can barely speak because yeah. you're so wrought with emotion. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's embarrassing. Or you're crying in front of everyone. You want, everyone, you want yeah, the you attention. See, that you want now to, is not a man. Or you be yeah. with you. He wants to be sympathized. Oh, he wants that. So, but, I mean, I can cry around my boys. Like, those, they, can, they know that they can express emotion because it's a place where and even in that crying, I mean, you shed a few tears. You're not <laughs> broken. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain kind of, of dignity you have to hold as a yeah, man. Bro, you know, the three-tier rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's enough, though. Yeah. But I feel like... Three tiers. <laughs> we just let it out. Oh, God, it's... I don't know. I feel like, you see, as a man, like, let's say... Mm, I'll give this example. Like, maybe there's a death or something. Mm. It's a close family member and all that. Like, yes, you are allowed to cry. You're allowed to feel the pain. Mm. But I feel like maybe as a man... You should be like taking care of your sisters, your aunties. Yeah. You should be the like you have that. You, 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 like yes, you're feeling the pain, but there's a way as a man you should have the fortitude to be able yeah, to yeah. like push it back, mm. help your other like the females especially like be there for them, mm-hmm. help them process, and then at a Afterwards, later time yeah. you, you can just go yours. cry. Yeah. And like after you know like if Ivan for example or like you, I come, I help her, mm. and now she's strong enough. Mm. Now I know she's okay. She's she's not past it, but she's accepted it. Mm. So now me who wasn't grieve, let me go grieve. Yeah. If she finds me at my corner grieving, she can, she can help me yeah. and because I've been able to help her. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Amen, man. That makes sense. So mm. basically, all goes back. I think mental health should be put in school systems. Oh, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Mm. What, definitely. What do you mean? And also we need to know that whether whatever you're going through, you have a responsibility to mm. yourself, to your parents, mm. to your family, your friends, to society as a general. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, we don't need you foregoing responsibilities because suddenly you're suffering from your... Mm-hmm. I was on platinum mm. and I still went through and it. And I understand your position. Yeah. As a man, you're the pillar. You'll take the first hit and you're the one who's supposed to stand strong. Yeah. Bulletproof. Yeah, 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 be firm. Just be yeah. firm. Yeah, Go through it. Support others, but then don't forget yourself. Yeah. At, the end, at the end of it all, don't forget yourself. And to that, Ivan, I mean, who, like, you have to take the shots, but don't forget, I mean, men, we're emotional beings as well. Mm. And mm. I think it's a, a duty on everyone, men and women, but mm. I'd say, especially men, figure out who you are. Mm. Who you are. And I mean, not just superficially, like, too many people, as you said, go into mental health on a superficial level mm-hmm. because they see the attention and the the the, the way she, way she. Yeah. yeah but there's a certain kind of information you receive through weakness through suffering through mm. struggle and as a man you should have not just the mental fortitude but the people who are willing to hold you accountable and stand by you i mean mentors men need mentors mm. men can't be, enter manhood on their own they need a man to guide them and say hey this is bad because i mean it goes against what you know internally yeah experience pain but the brain says run from pain but yeah. the mentor will say stand in that pain just a bit longer yeah. endure the pain endure it and then you come out of there with something that had you not had the person to make you do that you'd never have gained it but i can also say yeah. like men are supposed to be like we're all supposed to be like the rock big scary and you know buff and everything but i feel in society women are actually the pillars and they're mm. stronger because mm, let yeah. me tell you there's no way you as a man are going to endure a childbirth yeah that alone gives women like 10 million so gazillion points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like their strength is so yeah. unparalleled. And I feel like stop trying to fight who's stronger, yeah. who has more power. You're strong in different places. Most yes. of my strength I got from, from mothers, from aunties, yeah. from women. Like, women are incredibly powerful and strong. And the ability to shift like their mind like, okay, so this has happened, but now nah, I'll, I'll look at it later. I still need to feed my child, go mm-hmm. to work and come back. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's incredible. So, I think as a, as a society, like, and everyone, what really helps is to, to stop trauma barring. Like, what we go through a hard time, and after it's passed, just bury it. Mm. I'm not saying you go get yeah, a yeah. billboard and put it out there. But you have to deal with it. Just yeah, deal yeah. with it, heal from it, and just grow. And 
there is strength in that, but it also makes you a better person for mm. not only you, but, but everyone for, around and you. And your yeah. kids, man. I feel like we can't, we can't, we don't have the same excuse as our parents, but yeah. we can never, we can I never say don't. that. Because uh, our parents don't know about this stuff. Mm. So the way they, they act, the way they treat us is, is based on the best of their knowledge. Mm. But then with us, we have so much awareness of all mm. these issues to do nothing about them and simply pass on the trauma to mm. our kids and say, oh, I have depression, man. Go feed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. Oh, yeah. And I think so, you should, we should, like, on the whole education bit, like, educate your parents because yeah. we consume so much more knowledge than them. Yeah. Like, don't, and then also don't attack them. I feel like just go and be like, okay, so I was reading on this and I feel like it's important to know what, what depression is, what ADHD is. I'm not saying I'm suffering from any of these things. I'm just telling you, it's nice if you knew what yeah. they were. Yeah. If I was to encounter a bump, you could try you and could understand me, me better. Because yeah. I think like my parting shot would be, don't send your parents away because you think they're harsh they and they're everything. You, yeah. Like at times you need to realize your parents maybe wasn't the best but what they gave you is what the they thought they was the best yeah. at that moment yeah. in time. Don't yeah. put too much blame on your folks. Try and mm. just change yourself and help them be better. Uh, I'd say my parting shot is um, uh, at, at the end of the day, we're all responsible for each other, no matter uh, what people say. You mm. cannot survive alone. Mm. So I think honesty, accountability, and responsibility should be really ingrained when we're teaching about mental health because you're going through something, unless it's like bone crushing, soul wrenching, you can't move. You need to understand that life moves on and there are people out there who count on you to mm. do your best. Uh, we understand and, and recognize your struggle, but at the same time, you can't stop living because you've gone through a hard patch in your life. Mm. So we need to be taught how to overcome hard things in our lives sure. and for them to be recognized without destroying us. Yeah, yeah my... My word would be my catchphrase, striving to be a better version of myself or yourself in that case. <laughs> well, whatever hardship, whatever challenge you go, as Roya said, take it, learn, improve on you. Challenge yourself to become better each and every day. Mm -hmm. Don't challenge, don't tell others. It should be better for me, for my own benefit. Mm -hmm. Be yeah. the one that grows yourself. You grow yourself, others around you will notice and they'll also grow. Yeah. Okay, so to sum up what we've looked at, I think um, we've looked at how um, mental health in the past was quite unknown mm. and how um, coming into the present there's been a huge divide in the way we think and mm -hmm. the way our parents think and the way their parents thought mm. and uh, we naturally feel averse to opening up this topic because we know how they'll handle it but we should again take accountability and responsibility because we have the burden of knowledge to yeah. open this conversation up and be the, the catalyst for change in our generation. Try and learn more about yourself, not just your, your personality, but, I mean, your sex. Learn about what it means to be a man. True. Learn about the true value of femininity and embrace it because you can't, I mean, no matter how hard you try, I don't think you can ever really change yeah. those facts about yourself. Yep. So, um, that was an interesting conversation, guys. Thank you for coming and thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. Oh, we'd also like to appreciate Summer Box for giving us this opportunity this, mm, to yeah. record at their lovely studio. Um, I hope you like the lighting, the ambience, the surrounding. The chairs. And yeah, it was quite comfortable. Nice experience. If you want to record with them, feel free to reach out to them. Thank yeah. you.